Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This morning, case explosion fears for Victoria. How confusion over health orders has forced hundreds into isolation. Body and soul restrictions roll back for gyms and churches across New South Wales. Homecoming, 175 Australians en route to Darwin after flying out of Heathrow on the first of eight repatriation flights. And how players and fans are preparing for an historic AFL Grand Final. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. A major new COVID outbreak in Melbourne's north is forcing 500 people into isolation and threatening Victoria's path out of lockdown. State Premier Daniel Andrews says he's still confident he'll be able to ease some of the lockdown rules. The cluster began after a young boy attended school, despite some of his family members being active COVID-19 cases. There are now 16 people infected across six families. Don't see anyone, don't go anywhere. Ultimately, uh, someone who should not have been at school went to school. They weren't positive, they were a close contact. They have subsequently tested positive and that's what's then uh, seen the response in that school and all the other settings uh, kick in. Clinics have now been set up in Melbourne's northern suburbs for asymptomatic testing. New South Wales gyms, churches and restaurants can now operate under relaxed COVID-19 restrictions. 300 people are now allowed to attend places of worship, while larger churches have the ability to apply to host more. Hospitality businesses can have bookings of 30. COVID-19 marshals are now no longer needed in gyms when less than 20 people are inside the facility. New South Wales recorded just one new locally acquired case linked to the Liverpool private clinic cluster yesterday. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian is calling for other states to cough up millions spent on hotel quarantine costs. Ms Berejiklian slammed Queensland and Western Australia for keeping their borders closed while her state reels from the burden of the costs. If they're not going to welcome back as many people, at least pay us up for what, you're, what we're doing for you. Well, I'm not going to be lectured by the Premier of New South Wales. What happened to all working together? Maybe we should send a bill to the New South Wales government for the Ruby Princess and all the trauma that caused other states. The biggest bill would head north. Queensland asked to pay $35 million. Western Australia, $8.5 
There are major coronavirus fears for the Vatican this morning after the ambassador to Australia, Bishop Adolfo Tito Yolana, tested positive. The result comes less than 14 days after a private face-to-face -face meeting with Pope Francis. The Australian government has warned the Holy See of the infection. The first group of Australians on specially chartered Qantas flights will land in Darwin later today. 175 passengers are on the 787, which left London's Heathrow Airport last night. The flight is one of eight specially chartered Qantas flights to bring Aussies home. I just know that there are so many stranded Australians and some heartbreaking stories. I can't believe I'm, I've made, managed to, onto the first flight. So. I'm just, um, I just hope it continues until everybody who's desperate to get home gets home. When they land, passengers will need to isolate at a Howard Springs facility for 14 days. 32,000 Australians are believed to still be stranded overseas. Federal police claim to have smashed a major child sex abuse network. 44 men across the country have been arrested for allegedly sharing child sexual abuse material using a cloud storage company. The investigation began last year after a foreign intelligence company tipped off authorities. The AFP says it's also saved 16 children from potential abuse. The entire leadership team of Australia Post is set to be put under the microscope after the company's CEO was ordered to step aside. Political reporter Olivia Leeming is in Canberra with the details. Good morning, Olivia. Christine Holgate has been investigated over the awarding of luxury gifts to senior staff. Good morning, Jodie. Yes, the country's second highest paid public servant forced to stand aside after it was revealed in Senate estimates that four luxury Cartier watches worth $12,000 were given to senior Australia Post employees. They were rewarded for a deal to bring in banking services at post offices. The Prime Minister telling the Parliament he is appalled with an investigation now to be carried out by the Departments of Finance and Communications. It'll look into the conduct of the government-appointed board members and the entire executive team. It follows revelations that Christine Holgate had spent $300,000 on chauffeurs and other corporate credit card purchases and Australia Post had spent more than $700,000 over two years on indoor plants while postal deliveries have been cut back to just every second day. The opposition demanding the findings of the investigation be made public. It's due to report back to Federal Cabinet within a month. Jody. OK, thanks, Olivia. Investigators will return to a property in Brisbane South this morning to search for evidence about the death of a child five decades ago. Police believe Peter Enright was buried under his family's Inala home. Peter's mother, Maureen, was arrested and charged with murder, accused of killing him in 1968 or 69. A ground-penetrating radar and bone experts have been brought in to find his remains. A confronting new campaign will be launched this weekend, urging Victorians to prepare for this summer's bushfire season. Five people were killed, 300 homes destroyed and nearly 1.5 hectares of land scorched in last year's blazes. The clip shows survivors reliving the moment they were forced to flee flames engulfing their homes and a warning some viewers might find some of this upsetting. We've experienced the worst conditions imaginable. No! So we know how devastating and unpredictable fire can be. And we know how important it is to plan and prepare for fire.
Emergency services say last year's fires drove home the importance of being prepared. A Sydney man has been charged with raping three women he met on the dating app Tinder. Joshua Reaney was arrested after a 25-year-old woman claimed she'd been sexually assaulted and detained at her Wallara home. The 29-year-old was already facing charges after two other women who used Tinder claimed they'd been raped at his Glebe home. The Queensland election has intensified yet again with both Labor and LNP leaders defending their policy announcements. State Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk has promised $30 million to protect the Great Barrier Reef. LNP leader Deb Frecklington announced an $80 million package to expand before and after school care. There is still a week of the campaign to go. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Preparations are underway for Saturday's historic AFL Grand Final, where the Tigers will take on Geelong. Richmond are chasing their third premiership in four years at the Gabba in Brisbane. The captains and coaches will speak as is tradition today. It's the first AFL Grand Final to be played away from the MCG since 1991 and the first ever to be played outside the state of Victoria. Victorians are facing heavy warnings from police, with fears residents will flout COVID-19 restrictions in order to celebrate. Thunderstorms and widespread rain are forecast to cause flash flooding in some parts of the country's east today. A low-pressure system is triggering showers and storms over parts of Queensland and northern New South Wales. At this stage, rain is predicted for both the AFL Grand Final on Saturday and the NRL Grand Final on Sunday. Residents are being warned to be on alert for deadly spiders that thrive in wet weather conditions. Meanwhile, a catastrophic fire danger warning has been issued in Western in Australia. Clive Palmer has rejected claims he lied about ripping off the Twisted Sister hit song We're Not Gonna Take It for a political ad. The billionaire told the federal court he wrote his campaign song after being inspired by a well-known Christmas carol. Clive Palmer, businessman, former politician and apparent songwriter. A court hearing the 66-year-old jotted down the lyrics to this ad jingle... on a notepad beside his bed at 3am in September 2018. An original, Palmer claims, not based on the 1984 Twisted Sister hit song, but rather the 17th century Christmas carol, O Come Ye Faithful. Palmer, via video link in the federal court, denying allegations of copyright infringements brought on by Universal Music, which offered Palmer rights to the song for $180,000. Palmer, though, refused to pay, telling the court, I'm dealing with billions of dollars, I don't really care about $180,000. I just don't want to be ripped off by charlatans. The court hearing Clive Palmer made a personal plea to the Immigration Minister to refuse a visa for Dee Snyder to enter the country, claiming he felt physically threatened by the American rocker. A request that was denied. The rock group touring 
last year. Cameron Price, 7 News. Russia has granted US whistleblower Edward Snowden permanent residency rights. American authorities have wanted the 37-year-old to return to the US to face a criminal trial on espionage charges. He was given asylum in Russia after leaking secret files in 2013. Snowden says he would be willing to return if he's guaranteed a fair trial, but for now remains in Russia. Donald Trump's lawyer has become the unwitting star of the new Borat movie. A scene in the film shows Rudy Giuliani caught in an apparent compromising position with a young woman. He argues he was lured there to be interviewed. They have this picture they take, which looks doctored, but in any event, I'm tucking my shirt in. I assure you that's all I was doing. Sasha Baron Cohen also gifted Sydney a statue to promote the film, which hits streaming services today. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading higher after dipping into the red earlier in the session. The Nasdaq is slightly down. In London, the FTSE closed up. Germany's DAX finished slightly lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose and the All Lords and the ASX 200 both fell. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,902 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 42.47 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 71.2 US cents, 74.62 Japanese yen, and $1.06 New Zealand. The last time Australians filled up their tanks at an Ampol service station, petrol prices were around 70 cents a litre. Now the brand is returning. 25 years on, and former Caltech sites are being rebranded with Brisbane and Adelaide seeing the first ones open yesterday. It follows a move by US oil giant Chevron to ban Caltex Australia from using the Caltex name. The nationwide rollout is due for completion by the end of 2022. A bombshell deposition detailing the intimate relationship between Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein has been unsealed. Prince Andrew's name is missing from the heavily redacted document, which contains details of the Duke's infamous London trip, where he allegedly had sex with Epstein's trafficking victim, Virginia Goofrey. More than 400 pages of transcripts have been released from the 2016 deposition. In it, Maxwell says she never witnessed inappropriate underage activities by Epstein. Donald Trump and Joe Biden will meet face-to-face -face for their final debate today after the president's coronavirus recovery. US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney is in Nashville this morning. Good morning, Ash. Another busy day for these political rivals. Yeah, and this will be a high-stakes meeting today, Jody. Donald Trump has left the White House a short time ago with Melania Trump, the first time we've seen the First Lady since her coronavirus recovery. She'll be joining her husband for his second and final debate with Joe Biden here in Nashville, Tennessee, what will be a high-stakes debate just 12 days out from the election. But unlike last time, the moderator this time will have a mute button. Donald Trump hitting mute on a interview with 60 Minutes when he did didn't like the questions. Let's take a listen. This is going to be tough questions. Well, I don't mind that. But when you set up the interview, you didn't say that. You said, oh, let's have a lovely interview. And, and here's what I do say. So what? You don't ask Joe Biden. I think we have enough of an interview here. Okay, that's enough. 
We've seen Donald Trump hold rally after rally, night after night, but this is a critical moment, Jody, because he'll have a national audience and he's looking to close an almost eight-point gap in the polls with Joe Biden. We can expect to hear them quizzed about coronavirus, race relations and climate change when they take to the stage later this evening. Jody. OK, Ash, thank you. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low centred over the nation's mid-south is producing an active band of cloud and thunderstorms through southwest Queensland and eastern South Australia. A dry trough is keeping heat over northwestern WA. Around the capitals today, a shower or two for Brisbane, a top of 27 degrees. Partly cloudy in Sydney and 26, a shower or two and 25 in Canberra. Melbourne 23 in rainy, light showers and 18 in Hobart. Showers and 24 in Adelaide today, Perth sunny and 26 and 34 and mostly sunny for Darwin. And that's 7 Early News for this Friday the 23rd of October. I'm